Hey, it's Francesco DePinto from Terrifier 2, more commonly probably known as Clown Cafe Kid Number 4, and you are listening to Horror Homeschool. Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. I'm Ashley. How you doing, Ashley? You sound really upset. Oh, You're sorry. Okay? I didn't. Re- I meant to say, and I'm Ashley. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. So, gosh, I mean, late. you like this film, right? What's going on? I do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How I are you? To wake up. Uh, wake up the fakeness in me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, put your podcast voice on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, well, I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm not not great. Um. Yeah, a little insight for the listeners. I am hungover today, so I, I do apologize if I'm not on form. <laughs> I had a little bit too much to drink last night. And yes, I feel rotten. Um so yeah, I'm not <laughs> not doing so great myself. Um but yeah, we are here today to talk about Tucker and Dale versus Eel. Yay! Um, <laughs> so this is the second film in Kyle season. Um, I've not heard off Kyle yet um, because he was like, he was pestering me. Well, I don't want to say pestering. That's that's the wrong word to use. He was messaging me, <laughs> asking me what's going on with the part of, is the James Wan films coming next or what? And I wanted to remain like a, you know, keep like this little secret from him. So it was like a surprise that it was, we were doing Kyle season. Um, and then accidentally the Beetlejuice episode leaked a week early and he sent me a screenshot and he was like, ah, oh, Beetlejuice. And I was like, what? Like, that shouldn't be up right now. What's going on? What what um, happened? Well, it, it went up last Saturday instead of like the Saturday just gone, if that makes any sense. It went up a Saturday too early. Um, basically, we're having problems with our host at the moment. And um, it went up early for some reason. Um, but it went back down again. But, and he was like, oh, I, I didn't listen to it out of, uh, out of respect for the pod um and he was like what what what's coming next like what's going on and um it's it's obviously up now that episode and i've not heard back off him yet so he must be busy but he was stoked that it was beetlejuice <laughs> i feel um, like everybody should be stoked that it was beetlejuice i feel like some people were i mean even jb who doesn't listen to the pod he was like oh beetlejuice like oh you know I said, will you, will you listen to this episode then? <laughs> and he didn't reply. So maybe, maybe not enough to get someone that doesn't listen to listen, but enough for him to go, oh, I like that film. Um, and then he was like, oh, that's, that's not a horror film. Like, why are you doing that? And I was like, well, you know, I said, we can do what we want. It's our podcast. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's in the horror comedy genre. Yeah, that's what I, I mean, said it has, him. like, 
horror elements to it so yeah. i would consider it a horror i said to him it's a horror movie the same way that the adams family is and that it's horror adjacent um you know and basically we're gonna cover anything that's spooky because we like yeah all things it's like spooky. super diet spooky yeah. it's like it's like oh wait you wouldn't understand that dollar general version of spooky but that's dollar, you probably yeah it, i guess that's the same as like Poundland. We have Poundland stores here, uh, which that is like I know, a, it's a so joke funny. to you guys, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pound obviously means something different over there. <laughs> but we, yeah, we're always going down to Poundland. Um, in fact, Abby used to work in Pound World once upon a time. Pound World, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin worked at Dollar Tree, which is like, it's great if you just want to go in and buy all this random trinkets for like a dollar or whatever but mm. like it's not great because it's always trashed i mean always trash there's always boxes and everything so anyways i don't know how we got there i have no idea how we got on the subject of the pound stuff <laughs> <laughs> anyway oh yeah we were talking about like beetlejuice and stuff like that yeah so <laughs> we will be doing what we want on this podcast if we want to talk about diet spoopy you know i mean we do we, we want to do like you know kids spoopy films eventually like i, I want to do like paranorman yeah adam's family films you know we are going to be covering monster house monster house yes yeah, stuff that isn't deemed quote-unquote a horror movie but Freaking we'll be doing movie. all things spooky not just um vomit inducing movies like terrifier 2 <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do the whole spectrum um but yeah so this one is uh, carrying on uh, Kyle season in Comedy Month. Uh, so Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, so this movie uh, initially was released January 22nd, 2010 at Sundance Film Festival um, because it's an indie film. It then didn't get a worldwide release until September 2011. And even then it was a limited release. Um, so this really flew under the radar, this movie. Um, no, that's such a disappointment. Yeah, I must admit, like I hadn't, I wasn't familiar with it at all. Probably for that reason, like it didn't really get a, a proper release, so it always sort of passed by me. Uh, but there is, it has got like a little fan base, hasn't it? Online, mm-hmm. um, people do like it. Uh, it's written and directed by Eli Craig, um, and the synopsis is as follows: Apple hillbillies Tucker and Dale are on a vacation at their dilapidated mountain cabin where they are mistaken for murderers by a group of preppy college students. I mean, yeah, that is about the top and tail of it. (laughs) Very very simple premise. Um, Do you have some trivia about this movie, Ashley? Very little. (laughs) There's not a lot to it, but um, let's see. Uh, The film was shelved for over three years before it was actually released, as you said. Mm. Um, Alan did, did, did you know um, if it had like a good reception at that film festival you know it was shown like a couple of film festivals sure. I, wonder, I wonder if that's why it was delayed or I mean some of these things are just like about finding the right people to, to release it so maybe that's why but as far as I can see it was critically well received across the board yeah I'm not sure I didn't I didn't see anything about that um but Alan Tudyk, is that how you say his name? Tudyk? Tudyk? I don't know. I've never said it out loud. <laughs> he came up with, you know, the part where he gets uh, stung by all the bees and he walks into the cabin and he pours beer on his face? 
Yeah, it's just like an improv thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I noticed that. I was like, because because he was like, oh fuck this, I'm gonna go and get a beer or something, and then he just walks over and you think he's just gonna grab a beer and drink it, but he like pours it all over his face. And I was like, oh, is he trying to like sterilize the wound <laughs> with the beer? Like what? And then I thought, does that work with beer, or does it have to be like a, a spirit? You know, like they usually yeah. use like vodka or something to sterilize the wound. I don't think beer would cut it. That would just sting and make it sticky. <laughs> Either way, that's that's a funny improv. That uh, Dale is played by Tyler Labine, and he was on an X Files episode um, in 1996, and he had like a small, uh, just a small like cameo where he just like licked a toad, and so. Um, <laughs> They were talking, there was like at the end of the movie, they were talking about catching frogs, and he's all like, Oh, yeah, I used to lick the frogs and they made me feel funny. <laughs> so oh. it was just like a little, um, paying a, what is a it? Little homage? Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, egg. That's cool. Yeah. What episode was that? Um, it says X Files episode Quagmire. Quagmire. I remember that one. I'll have to rewatch that. Um, the line, I'm going to shove my boot down his fucking throat is the first and only time you hear Dale swear in the movie. Ah, yeah. Um, let's see, Chad and the really like preppy, preppy girl, not the main character girl, but the other blonde girl were both Mm -hmm. in Final Destination 3. All right. And then a few of the other ones were, uh, appeared in Power Rangers. What the um the reboot one? Let's see. Um, Power Rangers Lightspeed Rescue and Power oh. Rangers SPD. Oh no, I don't know them. I only know. I don't know them either. <laughs> and that's it. That's all there is to them. <laughs> okay, I've got um one piece of trivia. So it was not filmed in the Al Alpachian Mountains. Is that how you say it? Appal- A- Appalachian. Appalachian. Yeah, it was actually filmed in Calgary, in Canada. Yeah, I knew it was. It was filmed in Canada because I think the the guy that plays Dale is Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was. Yeah, I think I knew that. Canada is really actually, pretty. Be, because um, we we rewatched um, the Descent recently, so I could listen to the Drunken Horror podcast about it, and uh, that's meant to be set in the Appalachian Mountains as well. And uh, it was actually filmed in Scotland. <laughs> I <laughs> like honestly, the... those mountains are so terrifying that I think that's probably why they don't film there. There's <laughs> that's, so... what, that's what Abby said. Like, because when that popped up, like Appalachian Mountains, she was like, "Oh, it's really scary there." Like, I listen to all these podcasts about it. Yeah, but I'm there's a lot of TikToks on it too. What I mean, what is it about these Appalachian Mountains that is so there's scary? Creatures of that we don't want to say their names of but well like skinwalkers or yes and other things like in that nature Mm. right so that's why have you watched the descent by the way i have not i need to you do need to watch that i've heard it's really scary it is you know and i saw it in the cinema when it came out and i was terrified at the time i hadn't seen many horrors um and it is it's it's quite jump scary um but it is it's 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 a good movie. Like, um, it's de- it's worth a watch. 
and then I'll do it. And then listen to the Drunken Horror episode on it because that's equally as entertaining, if not better. <laughs> Always. Uh, each one of uh, the people on the podcast has a different opinion on it, which is quite interesting to l- listen to. But um, I just thought it was funny that it was filmed in Scotland because we were watching it, and uh, Abby was like, "That that doesn't look like America." She was like, "That looks like the UK." And then I Googled it and I was like, oh, yeah, it's because it's in Scotland. Like, <laughs> literally funny. just looks like Scotland. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this this was filmed in Canada, this one. Um, but that's, yeah, that's all I've got to say about facts about this movie. Um, let's go into our history with the movie um, and initial thoughts. So um, I'll let you go first. You've um, seen it so, a few times, right? Yeah. Kevin introduced me to it, and um, I just thought it was hilarious the first time I saw it. Oh, but this was still, like, before I was really able to watch scary movies, so it still made me a little, like, queasy just with all the with all the deaths and stuff like that. But now that I watch it, the, the past two times I've watched it, it's just, I find it so hilarious. And It's quite gory. It is quite gory, and I just love the... I love the comedy aspect of it where it's just like all like <laughs> accidental. And it's just so great. Oh, I, I love it. Can, but I, I bet I, you can relate to that as well. How they're just sort of bumbling into bad situations. Of course I can. I, <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly believe that I am going to end up tripping or slipping or something. And that is how I perish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I I really find it enjoyable. Plus, I love Alan Tudyk so much. I think he's such a great actor. I, everything I've ever seen him in is just makes me happy. And uh, so, yeah, I think he's just like such a um, addition to the movie that just makes it great. Yeah, he is really good. Um, he's in Doom Patrol, isn't he? As well. Mm-hmm. He's basically the first just- season great in anything wasn't he um the pirate in dodgeball mm-hmm. like, yep and then <laughs> he was in roles. Just a knight's tale he's just really good he can just turn his hand to any role can't he and he's fantastic yeah. he was in um firefly did you ever watch that um i feel like i watched an episode or two and then that was it that was um, so good isn't that a joss whedon thing yeah, but it was only one season, yeah. so if you ever watch it, oh, just right. don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, what you were saying about um, how this was like, what, well, it wasn't one of the first horrors you saw, but it, it was like... Uh, it was like an introduction it. to like the gory stuff. Yeah, and I feel that is a good... This movie is a good introduction, um, you know, for people that aren't as, as into horror or have, have, you know, seen many, like it's a good like entry point because mm-hmm. it's kind of like easing you in by using the comedy as well because it's like oh it's 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 all funny do you know what i mean like it's not serious at all so mm-hmm. it is a very good like entry level horror movie because it's like making light of it all yeah because it has um, like the all the same elements you know like the classics well let's get into it but let's hear your thoughts first before i get into it <laughs> Yeah, that, I know what you mean though. It's like it turns the tropes into comedy, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like it didn't. It's it's basically play by play, a, a slasher essentially, but 
turning it on its head and making it all all a comedy um which i thought i'm gonna hate this for that reason <laughs> because a i don't like comedies um i especially don't like horror comedies or i don't really like parodies i mean with the exception of like scary movie and a couple of others but i don't like like the thing my beloved things getting made fun of do you know what i mean like scary mm-hmm. movie i really enjoy because it's done with love and that movie especially like you couldn't make that film without loving scream like the way that it's been done you can tell it's a scream lover that's made that they're, mm-hmm. they're not they're not um, maliciously poking fun of it they're like lovingly poking fun of it and like making jokes out of it um but yeah like this was the, when this came on my radar i just i had no desire to to watch it because i thought oh it just looks like Shaun of the dead ripoff and i'm not really a fan of that movie um yeah so i was like i don't i don't have any desire to watch it and you know it's just kind of it's just not really my thing like i i can understand and appreciate like you know Shaun of the dead and this movie are technically good movies but it's just a personal preference thing um and if it wasn't for kyle season i wouldn't have watched it um but yeah i i didn't hate it like nice i thought you would (laughs) no no it was very hard to hate like it's a fun movie i mean it's not something i can see myself watching again but i was entertained yeah so that's good i'm glad um i can watch it again for sure because it's just (laughs) there's just so many good like one-liners and just oh yeah i'll give you that there are some good one-liners the tropes with the psycho like um guy like getting too pumped up into you know he's he was enjoying it way too much (laughs) yeah i mean Let's let's talk about the highlights then. I I think the biggest highlight was the actual whole plot of it, like the misunderstanding, like <sighs> the kids thinking that Dale and Tucker are these like psycho hillbillies out to get them. Um, it's it's clever that it's like it's turned it on its head. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty clever. It's pretty funny. Uh, also, I wanted to mention that like nobody really talks about that harmful stereotype, that horror movie trope. You know, like the, the hillbilly, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the backwater hillbillies, like these poor people, they're all getting tarred with the same brush. Like there's, <laughs> there's so many horror movies that are just like paints them out as like psychopaths, you know, like I mean Texas Chainsaw, you know, like wrong turn. I think that's a similar thing, isn't it? I mean, you yeah, could just go on and on. House of Wax, like there's there's so many where that is they're the bad guys aren't they you know well it's just it's just because like it's it's the whole thing where it's just like the poor and the you know the poverty stricken people are always frowned upon no matter like where you are in in your quote-unquote status it still seems like they get shit on the most yeah because it is a very like elitist snobbish thing to be like you know society frowns on these people so you know they're at the bottom of the the social uh, you know the the food chain so to speak and yeah i think that's really what they i guess that's what they were really trying to like emphasize because they're like take these two really really nice just hard-working guys who you know sank their whole 
they're not malicious in any way at all. In any, in any way, yeah. And they just sort of like save up to go get their vacation home. Yeah. <laughs> but then from the outside, obviously a few little, um, you know, things that happen make these kids think that they are the villains here. Yeah, but to be and honest... I would probably feel the same way if I had those two guys acting like that around me too. Yeah, exactly. But then, of course, like you've got that preconceived notion that that everyone mm-hmm. thinks about backwater hillbillies. And eh, well, the thing is, is I I grew up around people like that. Maybe not. No, yeah, I grew up around people just like that. And so, a lot of the guys are just kind of creepy in general. Yeah. But so I know I would feel kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like the idea of that in this movie, how it turns the whole subgenre on its head mm-hmm. and has the kids be the villains, which I like that a lot. You know, you were rooting for Tucker and Dale, obviously. Right. You know, they were your favorite characters. You hated all the kids and they, they were the villains. And it, it was an interesting twist. Um, and as well, I thought the whole thing had like a surprisingly poignant message with heart in it like it actually makes you think and you're like oh yeah you know like shouldn't treat people like shit just because (laughs) they're a bit different or whatever or you know like basically don't don't stereotype or like scapegoat someone Mm -hmm. um, because you're the villain (laughs) but yeah this uh the, the way it plays with that idea and it has that message and that heart I think it worked really well, especially for a black comedy, because mm-hmm. you don't really have that kind of a, a heart in a black comedy usually. So that that was a highlight for me. The whole yeah, and I liked I idea. really liked the fact that they emphasized on how like kind and sweet Dale was, you know, like they're really trying to you know catch that like don't judge a book by his cover. Like he's actually like such a kind person and all this stuff and uh, yeah. it's funny how like his kindness ends up like kind of backfiring on him <laughs> yeah well i mean um, let's talk about dale then because uh, we're skipping around a bit but favorite Sorry. character for me is dale <laughs> oh yeah he's you? great is, is he yours um yeah i really like dale i really like tucker probably the most though because oh really just, okay. yeah i just tell love about, all right tell me about tucker before i talk about dale then. I just find his like what he says hilarious and like mm. he's just like this just quintessential just redneck just trying to like survive out there and just wanting to have fun and he's just like all these kids are just coming around and getting <laughs> killed and he's just like oh my god I'm just trying to work on my freaking cabin and <laughs> I just I love his one-liners I just love the way he acts when he talks to the cop whenever oh, you know is, is he the one that when the cop turns up he's like Hi diddly ho or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Heidi ho, to? officer. We've had a yeah. doozy of a day. <laughs> <laughs> so funny that that scene is great. The way they're explaining everything, and the cops just like, "Are you serious? Do you, do you seriously expect me to believe this?" And they're like holding like a stump and some legs, aren't they? Or something. Oh, <laughs> It's so, so funny. Good. And all these kids just came up here and they just started killing themselves. It was suicide <laughs> pact. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that scene was great. Um, but yeah, he, he was great. But yeah, for me, 
for me it was dale uh mainly because i can like high key relate to dale um like just everything he did i was like oh that's so me like like not only do i turn into a mess when i have to talk to someone pretty but <laughs> i always seem to find myself in the most unfortunate of situations <laughs> like i'm constantly having a doozy of a day every day like i've i've not told you like the week at work that i've had it's been fucking tragic like honestly like every time i get home from work i'm just i'm too exhausted to even like tell anyone what's happened it's been that bad oh my um, god that's i think that's why i had a bit of a, a blowout last night on the on the run but um yeah so i am my whole life is a doozy of a day so i can relate so like would you <laughs> could you relate to the scene where he goes up and talks to them but he's carrying that big sack <laughs> oh man every day like Honestly, Dale is me trying to talk to people. Like, I'm so conscious of what I'm doing with my face and my voice. Like, and I come off creepy because I get nervous. Oh, me too. And like, that's the inferiority complex. But I just can't help it. Like, I'm I just. I can't help it either. I, I relate to him too. It. We discuss it all the time how we feel like we're aliens, like trapped in like the skin of a human. Like, we just I feel know. like we're odd when we have to act around yeah, people and, and being so I hate because I feel like sometimes my skin's too tight and I feel like <laughs> the inside of me is trying to escape and I just feel like I move around too much and I like I act like a fucking like crackhead or something <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> so, yeah. yeah man it's just, it's too relatable and that's that's something that I really liked about it was was Dale and just how similar I was to him I could really relate to it and I was just like man that's that is tragic really because I yeah I'm sure I come off like creepy but I'm not well I am but I'm not, I'm not <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah I just very awkward in social situations don't know how to talk to people I get very intimidated with pretty people um I do too so, they they just they just really intimidate me and I, I think I must come off rude sometimes when I like I'm around an attractive person because I, I just have zero confidence and I get too nervous so I must like I know me every single day dude like either come off rude or creepy <laughs> there's no in between <laughs> we should uh make some shirts that say the rude and creepy club <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> But yeah, just that that smile and the laugh that he does when he's holding holding the scythe or whatever it is, <laughs> so funny. I also I kept thinking throughout the film, doesn't he look a bit like a fat Chris Pratt? Just I like, can see it. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was around the eyes or the smile or something. Um, have you ever seen him in anything else? I've seen him in a few movies. No, I haven't actually. But I was. He's pretty on... funny. I was looking on Letterboxd to see what else he'd been in. Um, I think him and Alan uh, are voice actors a lot of the time. Like, Alan's basically been in, like, every Disney and Pixar movie as a voice at some point. Has he? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he's done loads of voice stuff. Um, I really I really like him. I just, ugh, he's just so yeah. funny. Another highlight for this was their relationship and how they bounced off each other as actors as well like their chemistry mm -hmm. was so good like it was really good casting to put them two together because it just worked so well 
Like you really did believe that they were just like, you know, tight and the like, bestest of friends and yeah. Um, it's funny actually that their relationship and their characters, it reminded me a bit of that video that you shared of like the woke southern men. You know, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I love them. Oh my god, you're right. Because <laughs> it's they, just like I love those um, these, these guys people. that just look, they look like they'd you know they'd be uh, creepy psychos, but they're actually like really nice, down to earth guys that you wouldn't mind mm-hmm. hanging with. Um, and that yeah, that video I, I can't remember what it was saying in it, but they were just like being dead woke about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know about having having to um refer to people uh and uh, addressing their pronouns and stuff what else are they saying in the video um, it was all like really nice things yeah they have should. a few videos and they're just all so good about that <laughs> people should talk about things like this but it was just so funny to see like hillbillies with the accent dressed like that speaking woke um because obviously there is you know I, you know I, I don't have that um slice of um subculture in this country well uh, woke quote-unquote has become such a term that's been used by the people who hate people and they they use it as it's like they've turned into something racist mm. so anyways i'm not gonna get into that but (laughs) (laughs) but yes the the woke southern men are just the best yeah that's what they remind me of too now that you say that yeah but yeah, they were both great actors and perfectly casted for the characters in this. Obviously, oh, the highlight. Besties. Um, besties the movie, trying to live their best life. <laughs> totally. And the movie could have completely flopped if they'd had different people in that I role. I feel like, like that. Yeah, for real. They really <laughs> held it up and just carried it. You know, like that was, that was, they were the things that kept me watching. I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the movie because we're obviously doing a podcast on it, but they, they kept me interested. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every time they were on screen, I was like full attention. Um, and they just had like little funny things too, like the scene where they're getting shot at and they're on the ground and they start rolling and he's like, I got to roll over there. And he rolls over. Yeah. <laughs> <Tucker>. <laughs> yeah. They were a little bit like, um, I don't know, kind of like um, Harry and Marvin Home Alone or something, like the way that they were sort of yeah. bouncing off each other. Um, yeah. So many great one-liners. Like I love that one where they were, where I can't remember what was happening, but I think they were on the floor together or something. I think it might be in that scene where you said they rolled over, um, and he was just like saying about fishing, and he was like, "I don't even oh, like yeah. fishing." <laughs> yeah, that's the scene. He's like, "I didn't mean to hurt your feelings." <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, but yeah, another character that I liked was Allison. I thought she was cool and hot as well. So that that was that was good. Yeah, um, I thought she was sweet. But yeah, um, that that was it really for the characters. Like the, mm-hmm. the low low lights were when the kids were on. Like I found them atrocious. Like yeah. I know, I know that was the point. Like, but they were just so annoying. Like yeah, were... like it, every time they're on the screen, you just want them to leave and go back to yeah, yeah. And, and that's how I feel. Too. And they're all horrible actors as well. Like, again, maybe that was the point. I like, think that was know, the to... point. Yeah, play up to that character trope in the slasher movies, especially but... the guy that played Chad. He like, yeah, overdid it, you know. Yeah, but I just I thought, know. I thought it was funny with Chad being like the quote unquote bad guy, and he's like has the inhaler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that character. 
Oh, I mean the the two faced frat bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like I really didn't like his character. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, I think bat- that they really made them the worst that way. Whenever they did die, you're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But his backstory and all that shit, like that was just I didn't. Stupid. I didn't yeah. enjoy that. I didn't even understand like the opening of the movie. That was him that popped out, and were those like random people? Like, it was that meant to be set after this all happened? Is the is the opening? Scene no, the opening flying... is the is what happened first. But it had the two. He'd been burnt or something. He had. He was looking like Two Face, right? I thought oh, that I the opening remember. scene because it was like camcord. It was like found footage. Yeah. And they were like exploring an old, like, was it a burnt out house or like a decrepit, like abandoned house? And then he popped out and then the movie started. Oh, yeah, I guess that is so what happened. I, 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 guess I was I thinking, it. oh, well, maybe that's implying that he survived mm-hmm. the place getting burned down and he's now creeping about living in there. He would. That's, too. that's, what, I, that's what I got from that, but it wasn't really explained. Um, but yeah, I mean, one one line that I did find entertaining from all of that, like, you know, the, the end scene was when she's like, where they find the, the newspaper, like, so conveniently, like, put there with, like, every little bit of backstory reveal that he needed at that moment. And um, and she goes, you're half hillbilly. And I just, like, burst out laughing. Imagine that being I like know thing, that. Like... <laughs> you're half hillbilly. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like that's how everybody finds out when they're half hillbilly. <laughs> so funny. Um, no, I'm just but yeah, I, I know like my low lights were all like, well, that's the point of the film, but personally they just didn't work for me. Um another low light, I've got a note here that says there's absolutely no way in hell that Dale and Allison would ever hook up in real life. Like that would <laughs> never not happen. True. Oh come on. Guys like that do not get girls like that. I don't care how nice he is or what they've been through. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So when that was happening, I was just like, yeah. I mean I could see that was the way it was going. And I was like, uh yeah, I don't I don't buy this at all. Um because at first I was like, isn't there like a giant age gap there I was like and then I looked it up and there was like 10 years I thought well I mean I can't really say anything about that can I <laughs> um feel <laughs> yeah, like it's just no I didn't buy that I didn't buy that either um, no way <laughs> but you know that's all right maybe that was the point too is that yeah you know. The... It, is, it is a ridiculous horror comedy, so we can't. I mean, I am being very harsh on it, but that's only because it's not really my bag. This movie, but I, there, there were a lot of things I did like about it. Uh, I thought that it had a really good script, uh, very funny, lots of good one-liners, uh, good leads, which we've talked about. Great gore as well. Like I wasn't really expecting to enjoy the gore aspect of it, but some of the set pieces like some of the deaths and like the way they were all set up like like you say the accidental deaths they were really good really mm-hmm. funny and effective like um what about favorite scenes uh, actually you know what let's do favorite kill well no actually d- favorite death because they weren't kills were they 
because no. no one no one really got favorite killed. accidental death <laughs> it was all accidental deaths i mean that could tie into a favorite scene as well i guess i like the scene i like the death where the kid trips and goes into the uh, wood chipper oh the wood chipper yeah that's probably mine like that scene was so good have you ever seen fargo no oh there's a good wood chipper scene in that movie there's a good wood chipper scene in um there's a christmas horror that i watched recently i think it's the silent night remake um not a great film but there are some great kills in it like that but you can't beat a good wood chipper. I know. <laughs> it's just it's just so dramatic and like just such a spectacle, isn't it? Just seeing it mm. all the blood like splatter everywhere and it just makes it even funnier that it just it literally just pours all over that girl as well. Mm-hmm. And her reaction is great. Um and then the fact that um Tucker is like trying to pull him out, holding onto his legs. Mm-hmm. And then the best part is it just like it ends. He just goes, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. That was probably the funniest part of the movie for me. Just that line and the way it was delivered was genius. Brilliant, genius. absolutely genius. So good. Mm. Um, love the wood chipper. Um, I also really love the uh, the chainsaw bees scene. Oh my god, that so scene funny. is so funny. Great idea. Because, again, you can see it coming because everything's, like, getting set up that way. Mm-hmm. Like, right, how are they? Because they're staking out the house to see what's going on. And he's, like, conveniently got his chainsaw out, ready to start chopping the wood, which is something I do almost a daily basis. <laughs> um, I, I sent you a video, didn't I, of me doing yeah. that? Yeah. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hot. yeah, then uh, obviously the how what happens? Oh, he cuts into, like, a beehive, right? And then yeah. the bees like start swarming him, and he's obviously running out, reacting to get the bees off him. Um, and, and they don't know there's bees; they just think he's running at them with a chainsaw like a maniac, screaming. And it's just so funny because he's just like chasing them along, Do trying to run away. Do you think that if you were running fast enough that you could get impaled by a tree like that? Um, I don't know. I think it depends on how sharp the point is on the end. I guess so, I yeah. Kevin possible. and I were trying to figure that out last night. We're like, is I that... think it's possible. I, th- I don't think it would run all the way through your body and skew you like a kebab Mm-mm. like that. I think it would puncture you, though. But then you'd, like, fall back and be like, ow, that's gone in me. You know what I mean? I don't think it goes. <laughs> ow, that's gone ow. in me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the exact reaction you'd have. Um, wow. <laughs> I do want to tell you a little story about when I was stung by bees. Um, this is this is a crazy story, actually. Like, it's funny. Well, it wasn't funny. It was terrifying. But um, we uh, had a boat landing in the Lake District, um, and we used to play in the woods by this boat landing. And we had like a den in there, and we used to like hang out, just like messing about in the woods, like me and my cousins and my sister. And one day we were down there and um, we were walking back through, like, because there wasn't like a, a proper like trail to walk through. You'd have to like, it was like wild woods, you know, like you had to go through bushes and all sorts to like get into the clearing where we'd have our little tree house and stuff. So we were like walking through, making our way through the bushes to go back down to the boat landing down near the lake. And it was a small opening where one by one we had to go through and there was like five of us 
and so we'd pass through this this opening and like i think there was about two or three people in front of me and all i saw was like each one of us like start screaming and running after they passed this point and i was like what is going on and so <laughs> when i eventually got to this point where everyone started screaming and running all i remember feeling was like someone had dropped nettles on my head you know like and, and like i could just feel this like sting i couldn't see anything but what had happened was we'd all gone through this bit where there was there must have been a bee's nest somewhere and we'd stood on it and so we were walking through one by one standing mm. on this bee's nest getting stung and mm. we all ran down to the lake where our parents were and they were just like throwing us in the lake you know trying to get the bees off and stuff and it was just like terrifying like that we were all, sounds so scary we were stung all over our bodies like all of us <sighs> so and thankful that you guys weren't allergic yeah yeah and then we were finding like bees in our hair like days afterwards and stuff like that oh my it was just god so that was <laughs> you're like in the pit of bee hell yeah and the funny thing is like none of us have a phobia of bees like it's just a oh was it wasps i don't know wasps or bees i can't remember which one it was um i think one's more dangerous than the other isn't it wasps are much da- more dangerous than bees Wasp stings hurt way more than bee stings. They're like sharp. They're like fiery. Yeah, well, I'd, I remember the pain. This hurt, but there was a lot of them all <laughs> you, over me. Do you guys have fire ants? No. Well, I don't. I don't think so. I think that's like mm-hmm. a in like warmer climate. It, must, it really must be just a Texas thing because Kevin doesn't. They didn't have any in Washington either. Right. But yeah, that's um, that's my bee story. <laughs> That bee scene yeah. is so good, though. <laughs> it is so, so good. I yeah, think a the... lot of the way that they set up the scenes for the kids to accidentally die are all pretty clever in my head. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I totally agree. Like, those are the highlights, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, all the deaths, they're all dead funny, really well executed, with great special effects, and I really enjoyed those parts. Um, What else have I got on highlights? Um. Oh, yeah, I had questions to ask you. Do you like board games? Because Dale loves board games, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really like board games. I like some board games, but not really. Do you? Um, I, I do when I'm in the mood for them. Like, I quite like Monopoly if I'm in the mood for it. Uh, like, I've got this, you know, you can get different versions of Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a Mandalorian Monopoly, which is oh, actually wow. re- really good. Um, because it has like different, different like changes to the rules. Um, it's not just like a straight up monopoly. So like you can have like different things happening if you have different pieces or stuff like that. Um, so I like I like Monopoly now and again. But when that scene came on, Abby was just like, "He's my ideal man," because like she loves board games. Like she she's always asking me like if we can Aww. play board games. I'm just like, oh, she can't be asked, you know. Uh, she loves stuff like that, but no, I, I prefer to like watch watch a film or something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, we played. Uh, I went to a party the other night. We played Taskmaster, which I guess is a big show in Britain. Have you ever oh, heard of it? Oh yeah, it's like a like um like a panel quiz show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever watched it, but I do know it. But yeah, I'm not a huge game fan. Mm. Wait, 
Does that come out right? Yeah. I don't like playing games. That's yeah. Really... Um, what else? The one? Have you got any more notes on this? Uh, on the highlights? No. Have you got lowlights? No. I mean, the lowlights are obviously just the terrible acting of the college kids, but I honestly think that was on purpose, so I'm not going to hold it against them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if I've got anything else to say about it. Um, I think we... I think we covered all of it. There isn't a lot to talk about. This not, yeah. it's, just, it's just kind of like, oh, this is funny. That's funny. Um, and that's about it. It is a surface level movie. Uh, but actually, no, that's kind of harsh because, like I said earlier, it does have a surprisingly poignant message and it's got heart. Well, and also on top of that, they make, they're like, okay, Dale's stupid. But then you find out that he's actually really intelligent. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. it, it's that's one of those point. things as well. Yeah, that's a good point where it's like he's got such low self-esteem and stuff that, you know, he's constantly had people telling him like, oh, you, you're dumb redneck or whatever. But actually, he, he's not. He's like really, he's smart. Um, so that that was cool. Um, but yeah, I can... photographic memory. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think that's, uh, I think we covered it. Yeah. But obviously, Kyle's a fan of this one. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have suggested it. So, yeah, let us let us know what you thought about this. Comment on stuff because something we need to do with the pod is like encourage people to leave reviews because apparently that helps um, get us up in the algorithm. So, if you're listening on like iTunes or you know something where you can like leave a review, uh, just leave like a five star review and like actually type a review in. Um, that would that'd, be nice. That would be awesome. That would really help us climb the algorithm because um these companies love to um try and hold you back unless you like pay for advertising and stuff you know they try and like keep you invisible bastards are keeping you down shadow ban and all that because that's how they make their money they give you you know they want you to pay for promotion it's quite funny actually because we do quite well on our facebook because i I'm, i'm quite good at putting things in the right groups and I'm the you meme are. King. You're so good at that. I'm the meme king when it comes you to are. stuff like that. And um, I send you the stats all the time for the Facebook. I, I wish that the stats for the downloads were as good as the Facebook, honestly, because <laughs> sometimes they're just like 50K a week, stuff like that. And it's like, wow. Um, but And then you'll get like Facebook sending you a message going, uh, you know, pay us £10 for this this promotion. You could get 300 more likes on this post. You're and like, we, nah. We ha- and it's like it's like dude like we, we can get that like for free in like five minutes like what are you talking about <laughs> like we're not paying for that shit <laughs> but anyway uh, but yeah that would be amazing if if you guys could leave us a review on itunes i don't think you can do it on spotify i don't think so um, but yeah if you like comment on a post if you see it on instagram or facebook that really helps as well just to because the more things are like commented on like the more it is shown to people I've noticed that on my Instagram as well. Like if I'll post something and then a few people comment, I'll get more likes on it because it bumps it up on the mm. uh, the timeline because it seems like there's more, basically there's more interaction on a post. Um, it gets shown to people. It jumps the queue, in other words, on the uh, the old feed on the timeline. <laughs> um, because once upon a time, do you remember when Instagram used to be chronological? Mm-hmm. I miss that those days. So good. Cause like you could like scroll and scroll and then you'd reach like the last point you're at from like 
yesterday. Oh, I love that. Right. Yes. And the the, com- the completionist in me, the, the little autistic man, will be like, "Yes, I have now seen everything. Mm-hmm. All my followers' posts, I've seen it all." But now it's just like you get like suggested posts and stuff in between. It's so annoying. Like, and then it, you have to. There is a thing though at the top left-hand corner. If you click on following. And then you can switch it to your followers and you'll see posts from your followers rather than what Instagram want you to see. Oh, um, I didn't know that. I had to do that. Yeah, I spend way too much time on Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, that is that that's basically what you can what you can do for us. You can help us out there if you can with the reviews and comments. That'd be awesome. Um but yeah, we should wrap it up if if you've not got anything more to say about Tucker and Dale. Nope. I think I said it all. Overall overall thoughts then on this movie? Hilarious. Diet spoopy. Beautiful acting between, you know, Dale and Tucker. Overall, just a feel-good movie. (laughs) Yeah, it is a feel-good movie. And yeah, it's funny to say when there's like people getting completely annihilated and a wood chipper and stuff like that and impales on things and some horrible deaths going on but it is it is feel good because it's got that nice little message it's got a you know it is a happy ending even though a lot of people die it's people that you kind of want to see die um and yeah i agree with you like it is really it's a great entry point for people that haven't seen many horror movies or are a bit squeamish and don't want to watch like hardcore stuff like the mm-hmm. humor really does help with that and it's it's a fun movie you know, like it's it's not really my cup of tea. Like I prefer like a a straight up slasher that I can laugh at because it's bad rather than one that's designed to make me laugh <laughs> because I'm just <laughs> difficult. Um, but yeah, it's a nice little entry to horror and for people who aren't into the darker stuff. And this is definitely one to watch with your friends and some beers. Like you'd have a blast doing that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah we should probably wrap things up this episode if you want let's do it so shout out to our wonderful patreon supporters field mouse john nicole ryan i mean this list is getting so long now i feel like you should do half of it as well (laughs) next time i'll send you it and we can alternate the names sounds Um, good yeah field mouse john nicole ryan vincent tom wade ash kyle Oliver, Francesco, and Gina. Thank Jeez. you all for your Wow. Thank you. So sick. We never thought. I feel like every time you read it, it's just longer and longer. And it just, it like, shocks me. It is. And some of these people I don't even know. Like, obviously, it kind of started with our friends supporting us, which is amazing. And we love you guys. But to get strangers doing it is, like, that's weird, man. Like, that's it's great. But it's just, <laughs> like... People you know actually I mean? like us. It doesn't yeah. make me want to just like the earth to open up and swallow me. <laughs> it is weird because it's kind of like we're just doing this because we think it's fun. Um, and it's really nice that other people are enjoying listening to this. Like it does, honestly, like, you know, we joke about it, but it does mean the world um, that people are really liking what we're doing. And it definitely gives us motivation to keep going and me to get up when I'm hungover and, and do an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it going. Keep the ball rolling. Uh, we'll do it for you guys. And uh, we obviously have extra content for the Patreons. Uh, so if you want to hear more from us, and honestly, I'm not just saying this, but we have some 
of our best episodes on the Patreon. I agree. Um, you should go over, support us on there. Uh, we've got to pay what you want. Uh, you, the minimum is a dollar. That's all you have to give us. If you want to give us more, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, you will then get access to all of our extra episodes. Uh, we've got so much stuff over there right now. Uh, loads of interviews with creators of movies. Um, we've got TV show reviews, uh, scary story. Uh, I've forgotten. I've forgotten the stuff we got on there. We've got loads of stuff. Oh, oh yeah, we've got um, Twilight Zone. Uh, that's going yeah. to be coming very soon. We're going to be talking about all the Twilight Zone episodes from the very, very beginning. Um, so yeah, go go support the pods. Uh, it is patreon.com slash horror homeschool. And as I've mentioned uh, before, we're going to put all the money in a big pot and save it towards a plane ticket so that me and Ashley can visit each other, whether it's Texas or England. So... <laughs> Don't know which way we're gonna do it. I think I should come over there because England's really boring. <laughs> I think you'd be disappointed if you came. <laughs> I would not be disappointed, but I want to show you all the food <clears throat> and sights. So yeah, because I feel like I'd want to do that for you if you came here, but I'd feel like there isn't much to offer here. I'm just, I'd just be like, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be like, right, so this is where I like to go to eat. And you'd be like, <laughs> right, where's the garlic? And I'd be like, <laughs> You'd be you'd be so disappointed. I'd be like, right, because I went to this place the other day in Liverpool. I've only just discovered it, and they sell Mexican there. And I was like, oh, this is amazing Mexican. And then I was like, oh, I've got to take Ashley here when she comes. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? She'd probably hate this. She'd say it's not real Mexican. <laughs> so, yeah, you'd be disappointed with the UK. I'll well, come, come on over to Texas. I will. And at this rate, I'll be here by next year. If if all these kind people keep supporting us, that'd be awesome. You know, it'd be really awesome if, like, the people who <clears> live um, here in America, we could like meet at a spot. <laughs> yeah, and, like, definitely. Get together. That'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's the that's the Patreon plug done. Um, as usual, you can go to horrorhomeschool.com for links to everything. Uh, the Patreons on there, the uh, Instagram, Facebook and our tea public uh where we sell our merch scroll right to the bottom of our link tree and you'll see the tea public link there and um, we've got we actually have that valentine's day t-shirt still up there because i forgot to take it down and plus i kind of want to leave it up there because it's so cool um, i need to buy one i keep forgetting uh, but yeah we've got all our good for her shirts on there and the classic uh horror homeschool logo design as well and the Camp Crystal Lake one, which I love. I've got one of those myself. Uh, it's a really cool yellow mm-hmm. T-shirt with the Camp Crystal Lake sign with our with our name in place of Camp Crystal Lake. And I just, I think it's a really cool design. Uh, so yeah, go go support the pod by picking one of those if you like. And uh, yeah, come back next time uh, for the next episode on the main show when we're going to be talking about one of my favorite musicals and that's Sweeney Todd. Um, we'll be entering musical March. So we'll be doing Sweeney Todd first and then Little Shop of Horrors. Dun, dun, dun. Which, by the way, um, Ryan has reached out and said that he would like to either come on or supply the trivia for that because he's a big I think fan he should come on. I'd love him to come on. So we'll have to get in touch with him and try and work something out for that. Um, but yeah, that is that is about it for this episode. So personal social media stuff. 
you can follow me on Instagram at Chris J Wakefield. And me underscore Baberham Lincoln underscore. We will be back soon with another episode. And remember, girls can smell fear. Oh!